Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. The Warriors look to even the series against the Lakers tonight, and you have a chance to win $5,000 predicting six outcomes from the game on your Fox Bet Super 6 app. Download the free app on your phone and enter your picks for a chance to win big. So uh, I like to give the strongest opinions so you can go out and uh, whack-a-mole me if I'm wrong. But uh, the conventional wisdom, Kansas City is going to win the Super Bowl again. They're going to be the number one seed. I will make a strong bet. Last year, my big strong bet is Minnesota would unseed Green Bay as the number one seed in their division, that Minnesota would be better than Green Bay, and we got right. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, Kansas City is not going to be the number one seed in the AFC, the much stronger conference Jacksonville's going to. And I said the schedule is great. Now, we already knew they only play four great quarterbacks, None of them, none of them on the road. They get three at home and one overseas. But when I look at this schedule, they even got them spaced out. So they get Mahomes at home in week two. And then they get three weeks until it's Josh Allen at home in week five. And then off a bye, they get the best defense they'll face all year, San Francisco. So two weeks for Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence, they get that bye to face the best defense. And then they face another great quarterback in Joe Burrow, but that's week 13. So if you look at the quarterbacks they face, they get them all spaced out. It's very hard to beat great quarterbacks on the road or in succession. So I love this schedule where they get a bye against their best defense. Uh, it feels very much like Philadelphia. Second year for an offensive coach. Third year for a rising quarterback. Easy schedule. They shocked people by making the playoffs the year before. Jags last year. Eagles two years ago. And Philly became the number one seed. Jacksonville's going to be the number one seed in the AFC. I'll put my stamp on it. The schedule's perfect. Spread out the great quarterbacks. I'll give you an example. Kansas City's schedule, as great as they are, 
brutal. They have to face, often on the road, starting week four, at Aaron Rodgers, at Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, at Russell Wilson, Tua and Mike McDaniel. They do get a bye, but their next game after that is Jalen Hurts. You're not going 6-7-0 or seven and oh with that. Again, Aaron on the road, Cousins on the road, Russell Wilson, Peyton on the road. Those are, those are tough, tough games. Winning on the road against good quarterbacks or in succession where you need six or seven shootout wins, Kansas City, you're not going to stop Philadelphia's offense. And, you know, now now with Sean Payton in and Tua, Tua last year when he was healthy was rolling in this league. So I think they're going to win a bunch of games, um, the week nine games in Germany. But I think, to me, as good as they are, they won't have a Super Bowl hangover. That's just too many good quarterbacks, good teams in a row. And I think they'll and, – and by the way, it's not like it's easy after that. they got to go and face Josh Allen on the road and, and or Josh Allen at home and Joe Burrow at home. So it's not like it's a layup after that. So I think the Jags end up as number one. Kansas City ends up – could be a better team. When they played last year twice, they were. Kansas City, though, is probably going to have to play a road game if they get to the AFC Championship. Now, again, I'm not saying Jacksonville is uh, like the hardest place in the league to play. Uh, but that's kind of my takeaway on the schedules and how they can benefit you. Chiefs got a jammed up gauntlet of really good quarterbacks, many on the road. Uh, that's tough. That's tough for that's tough for Andy Reid. That's tough for Mahomes. That's no day at the beach. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Uh, J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. 
start with game six tonight. Clay Thompson, he's on the struggle bus. Uh, last three games, guy can't make a shot. 29% from the field. And I watched closely. After a lot of these shots, if he's you look at his face, he's just like down in the dumps. Also, like, how am I missing? Like, what's going on? He's short on yeah. a lot of that. The, the fallaways for Clay, like that one in the lane, he's short on a lot of stuff. Yeah. And, and they're not wonder. good misses. Yeah. A lot Seven. of steps are good misses. They rattle in and out. You know, like like a deal miss. It rattles in and out. Some of Clay's misses are bad misses. Yeah. The seven game series against the Kings this is a tough series. Like they have to play big to rebound inside. It's tough for the Warriors. Who At you, any rate, who, who uh, like? Steve Kerr you? sent out a warning ahead of tonight's action. Here's what he had to say. The thing with Clay is um, he's an incredible two-way basketball player, and that's what wins in the playoffs. Um, shooting comes and goes, even even for the best. Um, but if you can defend, uh, which Clay obviously can do, uh, then you can uh, help a team win a playoff game. And and uh, in Clay's case, uh, a lot of playoff games. And um, so the, the the great thing is um, we know uh, Clay's due uh, for a good shooting night. I guess. If you've got some time this afternoon, maybe on the drive home, don't look at your phone while you're doing it, but call up on YouTube, Clay, Game 6, OKC Thunder. Oh, I remember that. I mean, it, the announcers are just going crazy. Clay can't miss. It's one of those moments like, <laughs> I remember because I was about to move west to come out here to Fox, and all our stuff was packed, but I told my wife, like, we're keeping cable until the last minute. We had, like, the TV, and I'm watching it. I'm just like, this is unbelievable. Glad performance. Can he do that again? Probably not, but if, if he can give him 25, 27 points... That may this, be enough. This team, as we saw last game, they still have their fastball. Yeah. They don't have it in succession. We saw it twice against Sacramento and twice last year against the Celtics. Literally, beginning to the game to the end, you're like, that's the fastball. We just saw it. Do they have... Because I don't think they have to have their fastball to win game seven. Because you're asking LeBron, again, This LeBron looks more tired than he's ever looked. Yeah. And this series was not built for the Lakers to play great basketball in Game 7. Tonight, I feel like LeBron's got to summon his last, his uh, the biggest game in the last year for him. When you were watching last night, Sixers-Celtics, Malcolm Brogdon was hitting a bunch of key threes. He had like four threes in the first half. Tatum struggling. Brogdon's hitting Derek White. They hit seven threes combined with him. And you're like, man, with Tatum giving them nothing, these role players, they matter, Colin, hugely. Who is going to be that guy for Golden State tonight if Curry's off or now, struggling? I'll tell you the guy, the guy I think should play more. You know, Steve Kerr knows a thousand times more than I do. Moses Moody yeah. is a gamer. What is that? 22, 23? I think he's a guy like him. He, he gives did you, close out the game in LA. Yeah, uh, and he gives you really yeah. good energy. He knows what he is, what he's not. You get toughness and energy. I like Moses Moody a lot. I'm with you. Uh next up, NFL schedule release. Uh obviously was yesterday. It was huge. Big winners online were the Tennessee Titans. I don't know if you saw this, but they decided to ask random people on the street to guess the teams who were going to face the Titans based on their logo. Now, it looked like they went downtown Nash Vegas on like a Saturday afternoon where there was yeah. a lot of day drinking going on. But these were some of the funniest ones. We collected them here. Um, this one is the Red Stallions. Ah. 49 to 60 dollars. Uh, no! No! no. Stars. Eagles! Eagles! Stars. Um. Pittsburgh? <laughs> Who's that? Bulls? Who? Patriots? That's a Patriots logo? Don't, I'm. They, they, that it actually does not exist. 
That was funny. Fun stuff. And they yeah. all kept screwing up. They thought the Colts' horseshoe was the yeah. Cowboys. They just thought, you know. I'll say that division is tough. It's a lot of teams that haven't won a whole hell of a lot, that have been bad a lot. Like Jacksonville, over. I think our staff would obviously know them, but I'm sure. I would hope our staff. I, I would hope. I mean, we're talking about the Houston Texans. They're not good. They haven't been good in a while. Yeah, but we all know. I Come on. Our staff. Our staff sharp. would know, but I was asking my son some of these, and he didn't know. Like, so, I mean, the Titans are bad. Your son's three. Oh, he's twelve. Okay. He knows the good franchises, like you know the Jets. I know. It's sports fans tend to think everybody knows. It's like no, that there's a reason we talk about like eight percent of the yes. teams. There's a reason he talks about the Green Bay Packers all the time, even though they're going to stink. This or the year. Cowboys, or the Lakers, or it's like. Not hard to figure out. Watch the ratings. That yeah. the even diehard sports fans can't name the infield for the Cleveland Guardians. How many NHL players can you name right now? Um, I could name sing, maybe single digits. All right. I don't want to do we, that. We don't. We don't. I talk. like battling you in these By contests. The way, I like watching. I mean, I will sometime this week turn a playoff. You know, if there's a hockey playoff thing on. Wait, wait, I, if your wife's out of town, if the NBA's not no, on. No, I mean, I'm if, just saying, I, 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 there'll be a pl- Stanley Cup playoff game. I'll sit there for 30 minutes and watch it. But really? I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fantasy Cone Smith, Con Smythe, uh, name the division Smith. guy. I don't care about that. Yeah. I've never had to know hockey. So there's no point in, I, what do I get bonus points? It's called Google. There's yeah, no, I don't, a, I've a, never yeah. had to know hockey. So I always feel my br- my brain's small. It's a parking garage, and there's no cars left in it, right? No, no spaces no left space. in it. If I oh, had wow. like unlimited spaces, then I'd memorize yeah. hockey guys. Well, that's a good point. I mean, when you got a family and you got friends and you want to like enjoy your life, I know it's ex- tough to know everything way, that's going on. In every I sport. know exactly my radio audience demographic: forty-two, well, two kids, a career. They don't know any lines for the Las Vegas Golden Knights either. Yeah. So don't talk over your audience's head. Yeah. Not difficult. It doesn't. It doesn't help me for this show to come to the table. Did you see Game Six last night at Vancouver? Like that. I we're would, not doing it. You know what I do? Ryan, you do more talking. <laughs> Jason, you do less talking. That's what Cut I would say. Cut his mic off. Uh, final story: The New Orleans Breakers. They're the USFL's last remaining undefeated teams, 4-0, taking on the Memphis Showboats this weekend. They've been riding the success of QB McLeod Bethel-Thompson, as well as running back Wes Hills, who leads the league in passing yards and rushing yards, respectively. You can catch all the action Sunday at 3 Eastern on Fox. There you go, baby. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. So it's, uh, it, it is, we're going to see uh, the Celtics are going to go back home. I, it was, what was funny last night is I've always rooted for, uh, you know, like sports catastrophes, a team melting down in the playoffs. It's just more dramatic. It's more fun. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. It's always about the show. Uh, I think a Game 7 Warriors-Lakers would be very good for the league, a league I like very much, the NBA. And I just think it's good for sports fans. I think that would play not only because it's a chase center, because they have more depth and more reliable players, it would play into the Warriors' hands. So I think the Lakers have to win tonight. You know, last thing you want to do is have LeBron play another 38 minutes tonight, AD play another 38 minutes tonight, drag him out for a Game 7. If you're the Lakers, you want to get this puppy over with because Steph can play 40 minutes every night he's Mr. Cardio Wiggins can play 40 minutes Uh, I don't worry about the young guys Moody Poole they can play a lot of minutes so if you're the Lakers you gotta win this thing tonight not just because it's a chase center Lakers won game one at chase Sacramento won a game at chase 
That's not it. It's not fans don't they're not winning the games. Last night Philadelphia big home advantage didn't mean squat. Uh, but I do think the Lakers uh, and I've said this if it goes seven, whoever wins is going to Denver and the Nuggets are well rested. They'll have to play the road team at seven thousand feet from sea level. Loss. So Denver's going to take a 1-0 series lead on whoever they play, in my opinion, in game one. Doesn't mean they'll win the series. Uh, I think both the Warriors and the Lakers could beat them, but they'll have to start 0-1, which the Warriors, by the way, have gotten comfortable doing trailing in series. Um, as far as Philadelphia-Boston, the line is telling you Vegas thinks they're done. Philadelphia's done. As they had them at home last night, they didn't show up, and they're not going to show up again. That one's interesting to me because I do trust the – it's like I said with Mike Tyson. I trust Mike Tyson, and if you told me that there's a Tyson fight in his prime, there was a knockout in the third round, I'd say Mike won. If you told me it went 10, I don't know if he wins. The longer it went, the worse Mike got. And I kind of feel like with Boston, if you tell me it's a blowout, I know they win game seven. If you tell me it's a two-point game, then I'd probably take the Sixers. My gut feeling is, and I'll say this about Jason Tatum, I, earlier this week, I suggested a trade. It's not going to happen, but you know, this is, we're in the space here. We can do that. We're not like, this is not like uh, the New York Times. So my takeaway is what Tatum did last night's great, but every single Celtic fan has been crying all year. Why don't you get more of it? And in the NBA, it's different than the NFL. In the NFL, I don't need ch- titles to pay a quarterback a lot of money. If Justin Herbert never wins a championship, I need a quarterback that good. There's like eight on the planet. But in the NBA, it's tandems. So like right now, Dallas is having a heck of a time figuring out who the hell plays with Luka. They can't figure it out. It's not working. The Celtics have Jalen Brown. It kind of works. But it's a little problematic at the end of close games. And we've seen it multiple times in the playoffs. It's like Tatum's more talented but Jalen Brown's the alpha. And so when I suggest the trade, which I thought was brilliant, it wasn't getting rid of Tatum. It was saying, how do I empower Tatum to know he's the alpha? Jordan Poole is not Tatum. And Jordan Poole knows it because Tatum's bigger, equally great offensively, much better defensive player. So Poole would know it's his team. Andrew Wiggins would also know This is his team. Tatum's better, more consistent, more physical. With Jalen Brown, there's a lot of discussion all over Boston media. Is Jalen Brown better than Jason Tatum? The answer is no, but in late-game situations, hell, Marcus Smart often takes more shots. So the issue with Boston isn't a lack of talent. It's this league's history is, do you have the right tandem? McHale, Larry, it's your shot. Pippen, Michael, it's yours. Kobe and Shaq battled with it. But they were so damn talented, they won three titles. Clay Thompson, Steph, it's your shot. Draymond, Steph, Clay, it's your shot. It's does the tandem work? Steve Kerr said this week that Clay, Draymond, and Steph have a lot to go. And one of the reasons they do as they age is they all understand their role. Clay understands Steph takes the big shot. Draymond understands he's the passer and the screener for both of them. And so I think the roles right now, Tatum is better, but sometimes relinquishes it. And Jalen probably thinks he's as good. 
and he's pretty close to Tatum. They both made all NBA, but he is just more aggressive. So I think it's harder sometimes to coach. It's not about they can't play. I do think the key is, can you empower Tatum to make him know it, you're the guy always. I, I think right now, like Pippen and Jordan, they didn't argue. Mikhail Bird didn't argue. Steph Clay, everybody knows. The key in this league, like Charles Barkley was with the Suns. They had Marley. They, I think they had Kevin Johnson. Barkley got the shot. Shaq and Kobe eventually had to break up. Couldn't decide. Early, it was Shaq. But as Kobe developed late, Kobe wanted the shot. And then they had to break him up. So it's not that Tatum and Brown don't work. They do. But they are now both eligible for a max, which means you have to pay them $613 million. I don't want to have a, I think they work together. At 613, I got to know. That's why the trade suggestion came about. If you remember the day we did that story, it was based on, oh, hell, this contract's up. So if they both make all NBA, Supermax available, I want to know definitively. So if they win a title, I still don't think it means they're great together. But Boston then will say, we're not breaking them up. Boston's not going to make a trade if they win a title. And they certainly can. It's been a wonky year. Milwaukee's out. Warriors could be out. KD fell apart. The Suns fell apart. Denver. Miami's a shock. They were supposed to lose in round one. Before you pack your bags for a vacation, secure your home with Simply Safe Home Security. Know your family, your assets are protected. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Take a few minutes, only takes a few. Go to simplysafecollins.com. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right 
with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Oh, it, we're wrapping up our week today. We've had so much fun. The, the NBA playoffs have been just spectacular. So game seven, I'm going to take the Celtics to win probably comfortably against the Sixers, a team I have loved all year to watch. Every day, not every day, every, every few days, I get on the treadmill at 4.30 Pacific. That's my time. And then I watch the first half of an East Coast game. Because I live in the West Coast, I watch my games, so I try to even it out so I don't ignore the East Coast. And for some reason, I got a ton of Sixer games this year. And they're just so much fun, and they were so good from December. But I can really love watching a team. But when you start watching a team, you see their flaws. And like when I watch the Sixers, sometimes when Embiid's on the floor and they throw the ball to him and he bounces in it, the offense dies. Jokic keeps the puppy moving. And uh, and I and the, and the Warriors keep it moving, and the Celtics are pretty good because Williams isn't an offensive threat. The Celtics keep it moving. The Sixers, when Harden and Embiid are on the floor, that ball sometimes just dies. Can I ask you about the treadmill? What if like the Wizards were on, or like the Charlotte? Are they the Hornets, the Bobcat, whatever they are? They're bad I, teams, the I cellar would, dwellers. Would, would you move from treadmill to Peloton? Would you go to weights? No, I would go to. I would watch like the Smithsonian Channel. They always do Aerial America, which I love, or History Channel. Sure. Like, I'm not going to watch just bad NBA. Well, Kyle Kuzma's on the Wizards. Yeah, he's a good player. I like him. Yeah. He's a good kid. Good. All right. Uh, he was formerly a newspaper guy, and he booted that career to the curb, but he was writing headlines for a long time at blogs and newspapers, and we created a segment I love every week to end the show called Tomorrow's Headlines Today. So let's start with a couple NBA headlines. Let's start Warriors-Lakers series game. I'm excited for this. Game six tonight at the Crypto. Yeah, at the Crypt. Uh, you just told me during the commercial break I haven't made a pick yet on this game. You haven't. A lot of uncertainty. I can't wait for this. I'm excited for your pick. The headline will B, everybody loves Draymond. <laughs> Lakers go from comedy to tragedy. I have the Warriors in a That's a top five tonight. headline right there. You like that? Uh, well, it's because it's your guy, Draymond. Uh, Draymond played great. And, uh, you know, motivationally, he's going to have to kind of rein it in and, like, not chirp at the refs and stay in front of AD. I don't think he's giving you 20 tonight, but I do think defensively, if he could be a presence, keep him off the offensive glass, I, I think the Warriors win game six. I, I think they win the series. And I'm not... I'm not a Laker hater. Sorry, guys. I just, heart of a champion. I think the 3-1 narrative, you know, how LeBron came back from down 3-1. Now the Warriors flip it on him. That's one of your better highlights. You like? Okay. Headlines. All right. Tomorrow, down in Florida. Nick's still down in the series. Headline for the Heat Knicks series. I kind of feel like I know what it is. Born in New York. Love the Knicks. Don't feel great about tonight. The headline will B, I can't believe it's not Butler. <laughs> Jimmy's teammates take over game six. Uh, Kevin Love has been spotty in this series. Bam out of bio up and down. Jimmy Butler looked a little fatigued. I don't yeah, know if you saw that did. in the last game. He did. But Jalen Brunson played 48 I minutes. I saw The that. other guard, uh, uh, Grimes, 48 minutes. And the depth is not there because Quickly's hurt. I just, I don't know if the Knicks can, can muster enough. By the way, I just saw online that this game is not sold out in Miami. You well, could get Miami. good tickets. You know Miami. It is Friday would, night in South Beach. 
Yeah, it's Friday. And also, you would think it'd be sold out because there's so many New Yorkers in South Florida. That's interesting. This series has not been as visually appealing as, say, Nuggets. Oh, no, no. There's not a lot of star power. Celtics. Got two stars in the whole series. It's kind of a, it's being played in the muck. It's a lot of battling. It's it's just not a sexy series, but I have, sadly, the Heat taken down the Knicks. Okay. So we have been, um, this Sixer Celtic thing kind of played out like we thought. Tomorrow's headlines today. Sixers, Celtics in Boston, Game Seven. I don't want to uh, overpromise and underdeliver. That's like the worst thing you can do. But um, this may be the top headline we've ever used. The headline for Game Seven will be Web Embiid <laughs> once again. Doc can't find a pulse in Game Seven. Doc Rivers, the biggest choke artist coach oh, we've seen. Guy, Seventeen harsh. and thirty-two in elimination games. They were up three-two in the series and just—I mean—laid an egg. Now. A lot of it was Sixers just couldn't make shots, and now they have to go as a big dog into Boston. Tatum maybe finding his groove, outscoring the Sixers in uh, in the fourth quarter. You know, what are you going to get from James Harden? Like, how much of it you in need his a, head? You need a huge Harden game Do you tonight. remember the, the game where he had to go, uh, I think it was against San Antonio, Rocket San Antonio. It was a closeout game, and he just, like, did not show up, like a 2-for-17, John Starks to kind of game. When they win in this series, Harden's been fantastic. Yep, but he's due. I don't know, man. We'll see. Does is he thinking about Houston? Is he looking at Zillow, Houston real estate uh, on on the flight up to no, Boston that's or a good point. bus or whatever? I, I, he looked kind of checked out in that game last night, and I wonder what he's got. Walking in, up in the Boston. floor, do you see that complaining yeah, to the referee? A lot of complaints. Ends up on the ground, like he can't finish at the rim like he used to. He just can't. And I'm worried about Embiid and Harden and the future of that team. All right, let's shift. To the NFL schedules, all jazzed up last night. Tomorrow's headlines today. The headline for the Jets next season, your team. That was all cocky and arrogant. Very, very rare, out of character for me to be like that. Um, Jets floor of 11 wins. You know, that was fun. And then the schedule comes out. It's a slap in the face. The headline will be double Jetperdy. <laughs> Jets face fierce foes in first weeks. I do still think they're a playoff team. I, I, got, I got them in the wild card. I don't think they're going to win the division. We've got some stuff we're saving for next week on the Buffalo Bills. Their schedule, brutal. Brutal. But if you look at this Jets schedule, if oh. they can get out of that first six weeks at three and three, maybe a four and hey, two, I'll be you, doing cartwheels. If I could get out of this thing three and three with my young O-line and my young receivers, if I could beat Dallas, New England, and Denver, if I told you right now you get that, would you take it? Of course. So would three I. And three. Yeah, I would take it. Absolutely. I, I will point out, last year at one point, the Jets, I think, were 7-4 and four and headed to the playoffs with Zach Wilson at quarterback. They did melt down down the stretch. I know they faced a lot of backup quarterbacks. But look at that second half of the schedule. It's not that daunting. That game against the Falcons on Fox, like, I mean, that's an automatic win. Uh, going to Vegas, you know what the hype is going to be for that game. Is this the Jets' first trip of two to Vegas? Because the Super Bowl in Vegas... Uh, going down the stretch like Sam Howell in Washington, we don't know if Tua's no. even going to be around. Well, let's, Both let's, games against Miami late in the season. Is Tua going to be healthy? Well, let's count. Let's just count the wit. Let's be optimistic. They beat Dallas. They beat New England. They beat, beat Denver. Denver close. Three and three. Beat the Giants. Four I'm going to give them at home. Beat the Chargers. Five and three. Beat the Raiders. Six. Beat the Falcons, Texans. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Beat the Falcons, you, you don't Texans. think they're beating Miami um, at home? Nope. Beat the Falcons, Texan, that's six and seven. Beat Washington, Cleveland, eight, nine. 
You go to New England with a chance to win 10. I'm sorry. They're beating the Bills at least once, and they're beating Miami at least once. They beat the Bills. They beat both those teams last year once. Now, I know Miami had the backup quarterback okay. with Bridgewater hurt on like the first play, but uh, Buffalo is not the team. Uh, again, they're not the team everybody thinks they are anymore. You look at that schedule, the back end, uh, one of these internet guys looked at the numbers. Final, I think it's six games, is the toughest in the league. Buffalo's schedule from November 1 on is a massive gauntlet. Okay. They better have a cushion. That's all I'm saying. Fine, final tomorrow's headlines today. I think we both like the Jags. I, I had looked at that schedule last night, fell in love with them again. You know, I hate when you steal my thunder on your show. Yeah. Uh, it's, not, it's not very nice, but uh, the headline will be Long Arm of the Lawrence. <laughs> AFC has a new sheriff in town. I think it's a good bet that you're talking about. Jags, nine top and a record. half is over under. Well, that I mean, is... look at this. I mean, Colin, I was breaking down the schedule, okay? These are the quarterbacks they face on the road this season that are good. Derek Carr, he's not even a top 10 quarterback. Kenny Pickett, I like, but he's not top 10. And Deshaun Watson. Those are the three toughest road quarterbacks on the schedule. Unless I'm missing somebody. They're going to be facing four rookies. Well, at Deshaun Watson. Did yeah, you say, I mentioned oh, Watson. Okay, like, okay. Well, I don't know what... Like, he wasn't great last year. I like him, but is he a top 10 quarterback? No. Okay, so now you're not facing great quarterbacks on the road. If one of the sports books has moved them to 10 and a half wins... I think That's I'd still take it. the same as the Buffalo Bills. Now, the juice is heavy on the under. Um, I, 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 I see a world where Jacksonville wins 12 games and is the number one seed. Well, remember last year, Philly. Your offensive coach, year two. Young quarterback, year three. Surprise people playoffs the year before. Easy schedule. Yeah, They look like Philadelphia and to me. Two years ago, Tennessee in this division dominated. With- they won a bunch of... Games over this crappy division. Exactly. And they were the number one seed. Now they got smoked in the playoffs. But again, I like this Lawrence, Etienne, Ridley, Kirk. Like they've got guys. Uh, Doug Peterson, I thought, did a really good job. I mean, he couldn't do worse than the previous guy, but like awesome job in Jacksonville last year. This team could win 12, 13 games oh, and be I the number so. one seed. Um, I'm not saying they're the best team in the AFC. That's right. Big difference. The huge difference. Um, this is a manageable schedule, Colin. The, the toughest games are really at home. Buffalo. Uh, Kansas City, like, there's a path to 12 wins for Jacksonville here. You know, it's funny. You you don't think Jacksonville is a big brand. You think that's bad for football. But I think Trevor Lawrence was so profoundly good in college at a huge program that I do think Jacksonville with Blake Bortles is not Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence. No, no, no. no I mean, I think you're going to watch him next year, and like you're going to be like, oh, I want to watch Jacksonville play. That's I mean, Kansas City was never rushed to a TV for me. Andy Reid and Mahomes changed it. I mean, Green Bay in the 80s was never on TV. They were terrible. Brett Favre and Rodgers changed it. New Orleans, never a TV product. Drew Brees changed yeah. it. So I think I think you don't even understand the value. What Mahomes does to the Hunt family, this franchise was probably worth a billion to a billion and a half dollars when Mahomes arrived. It's worth six and a half to seven yeah. billion now. That's why I have no problem with all these young athletes making three, four, five hundred million dollars. Do you understand Jalen Hurts? How much money? I mean, the Eagles are already great. Do you understand how much money Jalen Hurts over the next five years starting, how much merch he sells? I mean, that Philadelphia, yeah. you go to Philadelphia during a football season, the whole damn town's wearing an Eagle hat or a jersey. So when I see these profound contracts, when, when LeBron James went from Miami back to Cleveland, there's a reason when he left Cleveland again, Dan Gilbert wasn't mad. He made that franchise four to $500 million more valuable 
the minute he showed up. And I think Dan Gilbert, the second time after that nasty letter the first time, I think Dan got it. He got it. He understood. He got me a title. He got me a crown. That's what I bought this franchise for. So when you see these outrageous contracts, you view them as outrageous. The way I look at it is when you see these writers who are on strike. Well, I got news for you. You start watching shows without writers, it's a bunch of crap. So if the, a lot of these writers, not all of them, but there's if there's 13,000 writers in L.A., there's 1,500 of them that make a million a year or more. They're writing all the great stuff. Do you know how much money you make if you hit a Game of Thrones? Yeah. I mean, HBO, it's, you, there's a reason those executives are all driving Mercedes. <laughs> right? Hey, one other note on the Jags schedule. Uh, San Francisco, you know, tough to play the Niners. Jags have a bye before the Niners. I saw that. So their three toughest games, Bills, uh, Chiefs, and Niners, are two of them are at home. Actually, all three are at home and, you know, off the bye week for the Niners. That, that's a good schedule. It, it, it broke well for Trevor Lawrence. All right. Next up, NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series qualifying from Darlington. You have yourself a great weekend. It's the Herd. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.